0: Welcome to unwinding movement the podcast a podcast offering you space to connect with your own inner place where real-time learning and healing occurs we get deep here and share the wonders of this planet and what it's like to be a human being i'm your host stephanie lee In this episode, I have my very first podcast conversation ever, and it's with none other than Andrea Gomez, a wonderful woman that I met during the pandemic on Instagram um, in a mandala circle practice. Andrea is the creator of Nourishing Witch, and in this episode, we both had revelations. Um, we both shared and received super juicy information and insight, and it was pure resonation for me. So enjoy and in, if this podcast resonates with you as well, give me a like and keep out for more keep an eye out for more to, to come. Now to begin this lovely conversation between Andrea and I. you ready? Speech. Yes. All right. Hello. Welcome to Unwinding Movement, the podcast, offering you space to connect with your own inner place. I am here with Andrea, Andrea, Andrea Um, from Nourishing Witch. We're going to talk about some really juicy topics um, centering around rest. So I'm here, I'm going to introduce Andrea, and then we're going to get into it. Uh, Andrea, (laughs) Yes. Andrea is the creator behind Nourishing Witch, and she believes that when we are truly ourselves, we are able to access our own kind of magic. Through her human design and other cosmic languages, tarot, gene keys, astrology, she will take you on a journey to explore your inner landscape Recognize what makes you unique, honor your gifts, release your conditioning, and find the courage to fully express the beauty of your soul. Mm, Yes, the world of her business is full of incredible corners for you to discover, human design readings and masterclasses, her first tarot deck is in progress, and let me tell you, it's fucking beautiful, Um, Soul Rebels podcast, and so much more. And the doors are always open for you to dive into your own magic. Yes. <laughs> so welcome, Andrea.
1: Oh, thank you so much for having me. This is so good.
0: Yes, I'm like giddy over here. I'm yes. <laughs> um, cool. Okay, so um, I want to talk about rest, and I want to talk about your. Awareness and healing and unlearning and learning about rest, Um, your standpoint, and then how you see um, rest shifting in our collective, Hmm. maybe even specifically in your culture, and um, go from there. Hmm. Awesome. (laughs) Yeah. I want to first start out by asking a very broad um, question. What is rest to you? What does that look like? Or definition, wherever you want to go with that.
1: All right. So I guess like the definition for me is the capacity to trust life. Hmm. That's what rest really means for me. And then it can take thousands of shapes right it can look very different from one moment to the other but it is in that quality of trust that I think we can really let ourselves rest you just like (laughs) deep
0: in my entire perspective (laughs) that's brilliant yes because right and And that's something that, yeah, is um, the ability to know that everything else is taken care of. So then you can turn everything down. Right. Not necessarily off, yet shift it in a way that you're minimizing output.
1: Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that for that moment, however long it takes, you're taken care of. I feel like also rest has a lot to do with allowing ourselves to be taken care of. And most of the time, at least for me, or how I perceive it is like, yes, of course, by other people. But ultimately, I think that rest is also a connection to spirit, the universe, God, create. Mm -hmm. I can't hear you anymore.
0: Okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, you left no. off on um, being taken care of by the creator.
1: Right. So it's, it's that moment that when we allow ourselves to be k- taken care of by the creator, by God, by the universe. I feel that like that's the moment where we actually can rest, like deeply, like deep relaxation. I feel all, all the other stuff that we quote unquote do, that we call rest... Is really more doing, you know? So that's what I mean. Like, it can take a thousand of shapes because if the quality of, of that, um, you know, that support of that or that like trust is there, you know, if you, if you, I don't know, have a massage or go for food or go to a party or sleep in or, you know, whatever the thing that you feel like you're doing, if it has that quality, then you are resting. If right. not, it's almost like you are just trying to catch up with something most most of the time it's illusions that we create in our minds.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, and that's where the embodiment piece comes in of, um, I feel like rest right now is very conceptualized in the collective, like like what you're saying, like rest. It can absolutely be, like, laying on the couch and, you know, getting the massage. And if you're doing it from a place of, like, oh, I need to stop so that I can keep going because I need to get A, B, and C done, it's not, your body isn't um, responding to it fully in the full full capacity of, like, embodiment of that space. Right. Right. So talk to me about um, embodiment for you, um, what that means and, and like bringing a concept like from the metaphysical standpoint, viewpoint, and then into the physical body and that mm-hmm. shift if you can explain it and, or describe it. <laughs> it's, it's very difficult to
1: put it into words for me. <laughs> All right. Let me try. Okay. <laughs> So what I feel um, embodiment looks like, and I feel like this is also a word that has started to become really popular, like sort of like everyone is talking about embodiment, but what the heck is it, right? Mm -hmm. What I feel, it's like you find an insight that comes through your mind, you know? Like you, you come through to an idea or to a teaching or to a principle, whatever that is. And then you need to go and experiment with it. And the experiment can be whatever, you know, like it's up to you as well, what that experiment looks like. But you need to, like the experiment, what I feel, it it builds a bridge between the mind and the body. So when you experiment with something and you have a lived experience with it, then it no longer lives only in your mind. Suddenly your body also registers what it feels like to fill in the blank, whatever the thing that you're working with. And I feel that's embodiment looks like that's how it starts and of course you know the more you experiment with let's say in this in this uh, context like rest your body is gonna know more and more and more and more and more the more you practice the more you experiment i feel like i like the word experiment more than practice because i feel like practice we've also sort of like (laughs) assigned a whole lot like there's a lot of doing in 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 practicing as opposed to experimenting for me at least it feels like more fun it has like a little bit of that edge of like i'm curious what's on the other side mm-hmm. um and that's what really helps me you know bridge my mind and my body and kind of like create that sense of of having lived through an experience that ultimately lives in my body or by the end right yeah so that's how i would describe it <laughs>
0: Yeah, and and like experiment is more of a mental word in the sense of you're creating that bridge of okay, this is in my mind right now. I'm gonna experiment with my body and then mm-hmm. see what happens.
1: Exactly.
0: Yeah, yeah, and I'm yeah. That's that's one of my main um, teachings as a teacher. I don't know if it's teaching, it's a process of um, how I um, cultivate learning is um, that experimenting and bringing mm-hmm. the body into it, um, especially because we're learning about the body um, so it's very much like some students will be like well I really want to memorize this information mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and it's really been a shift of not memorizing but embodying um, right so that yeah it's it's more on a body level and for me it's um I'll have a concept in my mind I actually just had like a like a hit of (laughs) embodiment awareness um aha moment it comes to me in an aha like an aha I know this now it's it's more of a being than um a belief Mm -hmm. and and um where was I going on that?
1: <laughs> you were you were talking about the transition between like memorizing and embodying.
0: Yes, and and yesterday I was um realizing like I've known that I can have both things, like the both and concept of polarity of I can rest and be taken care of and do things to take care of myself and travel and fill my cup and do the mundane, quote unquote, of paying my bills, making sure everything's handled um, responsibly. And it hit me yesterday of like, oh, I like I can. That is a possibility. Um, So it's very much like, in my brain, in my brain, and then, yeah, Mm -hmm. I experiment with it. I keep um, instilling and affirming that, I don't even want to call it a belief right now, um, that action, and um, that being, and then Mm -hmm. just, like, hit, hit me, like, in that, the more I um, become aware of myself and my process the more I realize how ordinary the spiritual um, pr- process is yes. sense, Like I was just driving down the road and it just like hit me and I just started crying <laughs> it's like I had to get myself together for class I'm like teaching a class in like
1: an hour <laughs> I'm like okay I can do this thing <laughs> I love when that happens I know I'm, I'm like the kind of person I'm. I'm really, really like. I have no problem crying in public. I cannot give a shit. It's like they're there. I'm crying, but then there's sometimes that I'm like just wiping my tears before like something important, like. Really trying to... <laughs> yes, so I totally feel you on that one. <laughs> I know.
0: Yeah, and it, right? It just happens. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. And yeah, I think a lot of times people think that those learnings they come in like really just huge moments like you're chanting with a group
1: of people, which absolutely. And fantastic, but <laughs> not every day like situation either. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and um yeah, I think what you're talking about with the experimenting of just continuing it on the daily in your life and bringing it into your life in a practical way yes like rest and understanding that level of being taken care of Mm -hmm. um yeah so talk talk to me about um your learning and healing around that around the understanding of being taken care of and so, like, being able to travel and fill your cup and also handle responsible adult
1: things. things. <laughs> all right. Let's start, like, then with, like, the journey and then how to, how to combine both things. Okay. Um, I mean, I feel like I... I mean, I definitely grew up in an environment where it was, like, a very much go, go, go all the time. Um, and... I guess because I have the energy to do it. And that's a little bit like if we're going to weave a little bit of human design, I'm a generator in human design. So it's almost like I always felt like I had enough energy. So I'm therefore, a generator, I get, I get what you're saying. <laughs> so then there is this like go, 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 go sort of thing because there is that energy that can fuel that going. However, once that energy runs out, which Ideally, you would just, like, going through cycles of, like, using your energy and replenishing it. That's, like, a very natural, easy, loving way to use your sacral energy. Yet. <laughs> um, we don't do that, right? Like, mm-hmm. I definitely didn't. And I was very anxious. I was very anxious. And very, um, like, emotionally very all over the place (laughs) and what i've come to realize the more that i have done my own experiments with rest my own experiments with that energy that is there for me but i but it's there for me to use it in a responsible way like going back to what you were saying about like the responsibility about the quote-unquote mundane things it's also about like an energetic responsibility with myself Mm -hmm. and the and and i i think that if i say like energetic responsibility might sound like like a little bit cloudy or like airy-fairy. But if you like dial it down to what it is all about, it's about like, what decisions am I making? You know, and decisions are very practical, are very specific things. You know, what am I eating? What am I doing today? Am I going to sleep, you know, early, late, later, way too late, you know? Like it's, it's in these like super granular things that I can, first of all, experiment with my energy and be responsible with it. And second of all, also teach myself that I'm responsible for myself and that I can trust myself. Because I said, like, that rest is about trusting the universe or, you know, God or whatever. But it's a double, it's a, it's a two-way street, you know? You, you cannot trust out there if there's no trust in here. So it's, it's like this double, you know, it's almost like the more, the more you invest in, in learning how to trust yourself, the more you're being trusted, the more you feel you're you can be like the more you, you trust that you're being taken care of,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and it goes both ways and I think that that ties up beautifully with what what you were saying about you know paying the bills and doing this very humanly <laughs> stuff right in those things you're you're you know you are um almost like creating the evidence for yourself that you're able to take care of yourself and that you're able to take good, yeah, good care of you. And therefore, it's going to be easier to feel like you're taken care of as well. So it it almost like it expands together, like Mm -hmm. your trust in yourself expands your capacity to trust life. And that's a dance. And it's a dance, I mean, because there's also a whole lot of conditioning around that. There's so much emotional, genetic um, baggage that we carry, like beliefs that we carry around not being able to trust anything or anyone. Um, Because, yeah, it's, it's, you know, being a human being is it has a, its challenges like let's call it like that it's freaking brutal sometimes right um, so if you compound that brutality over years and years and years and generations well like yes like getting to the point where you're like, trusting, trusting life like what the like how do you do that right um, and I think that that's also a part of what I've seen more and more Um, In people like you, in people, you know, that we have met together, like the willingness to to change that. The willingness to say, what if I could trust life? Mm -hmm. What if I could actually let myself rest? Mm -hmm. What if I was taken care of way more than I actually allow myself to think about this in this moment? What if, right? Mm -hmm. And then you know and and i think it's also like why do you've been doing that i'm also honoring all the people that didn't have it as good because i think that there's also at least for me in my own process a lot of my my attachment to the idea of not resting of hustling of you know that go 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 mentality whatever we're going to call it um was a little bit of like a i feel like it was entangled with these misplaced honor like I, I felt like I needed to honor the people that came before me that had it really hard um, by making it hard for myself when it was n- not necessarily always true so I was even making it harder to almost kind of like compensate sort of thing and that's been huge To, you know it, it's still there sometimes it, it comes up and like it really takes me for a ride <laughs> <laughs> like Oh my gosh. <laughs> the, the the rides to the dark side. Um but <laughs> the rides <laughs> to the dark side. I really feel I oh, really I feel it. sometimes um it's like I get out of you know like in those video games where um, like someone would just like jump in a little car and then the car would like drive drive everywhere. That's sometimes like how it feels. Like sometimes I'm just like having the normalest day and then suddenly like a thought comes and then that thought is that car that just takes me to like the dark neighbourhoods of my head I <laughs> mean um, those yeah. dark neighbourhoods there is like all that pain of you know of brutal things that probably happened well that probably not like let's take the probability out of it like that happened yeah. um, in you know for the people before me whether that was like my direct like family lineage or just the world in general like you don't need to be specific about like what happened to your Family of origin, <laughs> like just being in this um, cauldron of <laughs> of beauty and brutality, it's enough. And if you are sensitive to it, um, you'll just feel it everywhere. So I feel like really, really bringing that back to to honoring. You, you know honor that pain and honor that um you know trauma or whatever through choosing to do a different instead of like perpetuating it either in my mind or for real right mm-hmm. it's just such a big part of it yes and that's why also trust seems easy but it's not <laughs> yeah. it's a really freaking <laughs> hard concept <laughs> yeah like I say like ah oh, trust is the ability to trust like rest is the ability to trust life what does that even mean like the depth right, of that <laughs> it's like if you're gonna leave it at like inside level you know if you're just gonna leave it at your mind it's gonna feel like awesome and you're you know like a cool bumper sticker that's it mm-hmm. <laughs> but if you're choosing to live what that actually means it's gonna take you in a very interesting journey A deep one by the way like this is not like the journey for like just dipping your feet in the water um because trust is pretty big and and again you know like i think we have collectively experienced so much distrust with ourselves with each other with you know everyone around us um that it you know it triggers a lot it brings up a lot to work with it's like <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's not boring over here we're having fun
1: <laughs> i'll never have my hands like free <laughs> <laughs> always like needing this thing you know like there's always more wool to keep like weaving into is this... yeah this yeah.
0: thing we call life Yeah, and it's that the polarizing of like, yes, I can honor the past for doing all that. Like, thank you. You got me here in order for me to have the privilege and honor of resting for you. Mm. Mm
1: -hmm. And it's Mm -hmm. both. Yes. And it's both. I think that that's the beautiful beautiful part. And And we oftentimes like wanted to make it either one or the other, but yeah, that mentality is not going to get us anywhere.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And, and I, you hit it with the longevity of turning a concept into an embodied being way of being. Um, Mm -hmm. So like you could um, emit that um, energy and coming from a higher frequency of consciousness like, exactly. Because it, yeah, it, yeah, that's what happens when you bring it into body, um, physical body.
1: Right. You live it, you know, like it's yeah. no longer a thought. It's no longer something that you need to play in your mind. It's, yeah. I think, like the best way, you know, like going back to that embodiment is like, you know, if you learn to ra- drive a car, at first it was all just insights, it was all just like my- mental rules right but once you know how to do it you can do it while thinking about other things you can do it while like drinking a smoothie you can do it while talking with a friend like you're no longer thinking about that but you're still driving right you're still moving around so it's pretty much the same thing and and i think the embodiment has a lot to do also with unlearning the stuff that we have been doing in automatic like you know those things mm. that we just learn how to do, and and choosing to do it in a different way. So yeah. yeah, absolutely, and
0: yeah, and you talked a little bit about. Um, well, I have three points <laughs> that I wrote down. Awesome. Um, one was living the question. Living the question of what if. I rest more. What if I am taken care of? What if I can trust? And I've learned that simply having the willingness and asking that question over and over and over in your life is how you get the answer. Mm -hmm. And the answer isn't like, oh, it shows up like, here's the answer to your question. (laughs) It's very much in my experience, like it just, yeah, it, 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 hits me. Um, and I also, um, look around one day and I'm like, Oh, I have some more insight and capacity to understand this question.
1: Mm, I love that. This is something that I have been doing, um, It kind of like comes from it kind of like no it comes from um the jinkies and this idea of contemplation and i think it's such a beautiful thing because we're um i think we're like sort of like taught that we're either like actively like thinking or we're meditating Mm. and like there's like there's like sort of like that polarity as well like it's like the thinking mind and like when you're meditating, you're like soothed and you're like, your mind is like sort of like dialed down and all this. But I think contemplation, and that's been like one of my experiments, um, you know, the experiment of contemplating things is just what you're saying. It's kind of like getting a question that doesn't have any answer or not yet for you. And then just turning, it's, it's almost like turning it around. And the image that um, Richard wrote from the Gene Keys I almost like he he painted that image in my mind that I cannot unsee it it's so beautiful. It's like if you were um playing with like a little box like a, like a jewel box, right, and you're just twisting it and turning it, and that's how you deal with the question right mm. you're like seeing it from one side from the other side from the other side, but you don't know where it opens or how it opens, right you're just like playing with it playing with the box like tossing it around, um, seeing how it feels like the texture, the color, like all these things and then in the most unexpected moment the freaking box just like opens up and it reveals the jewel that it's inside and then <laughs> it could have taken you two days a day a month seven years like it doesn't really matter no. <laughs> but but then it opens and then there's like that revelation of the jewel or like the answer or or maybe another box <laughs> That's also, i've also noticed that that yes. like effect of the box inside a box that <laughs> you think that like you have got the answer and it comes like partially you think that it's a jewel and then like you actually notice it and it's like another freaking question <laughs> and I think that that's how we can have fun with it I feel I mean I don't know like how this comes over together but this is something that I have definitely been um, pondering with and it's the idea of having fun while doing it yeah. The idea of like having fun while, you know, doing all this inner work, all this excavation of things. because um, I feel like it can get really serious really fast. And we can just yeah. I mean, I've been there definitely for sure. And and it's it's something that I have decided for myself that I really want to embody. I want to embody a playful, fun yet you know, aware and responsible. Maybe. Responsible, yes. <laughs> exploration of of these big things. Yeah, yeah,
0: and and with that, like, what if the box is? What if another box is the jewel? Like, what if the next question exactly is the jewel at, at that deeper level? Of oh my god, I, I open the box and I have another question
1: and living that. And one of the one of the things that I also think is very true is, like, I feel like a lot of our restlessness, like our mental restlessness, comes from, like, wanting to get to the answer.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And what if, once again, it's not about the answer, but about the process with the question? Is what the question reveals what is important rather than the answer itself? Mm. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I don't remember who, um, created the wording around that, like living the question. Um, Mm -hmm. but it's been really ever since I found that and, um, heard that it's been really like, Oh, um, a, a learning and, and the learning again of what you're saying, like bringing joy into it and fun and light, um, has been a real shift and turn for me. Um, I used to be like oh woe is me everything's so serious feel bad for me <laughs> and it, it it served me for a long time um and it doesn't anymore and, Oh, true yeah I I still sometimes catch myself um in that and I'm like hold on
1: wait um, a minute
0: let me back out of that Like, and it goes back to that trusting of, like, it's not as bad as my mind can make it out to be, Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. and leaning into that, and even, it, yeah, and for me, like, I've always thought of that as, like, scary, and that's something that I've been um, contemplating lately. It's like, oh... I I think I've been overusing the word like scared and afraid. Like Mm. I've been afraid to do this work my whole life and that belief like isn't serving me. Like it's, 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 um, grinding against the having fun and playful of life. Um, yeah. So that's some, some real time processing for me. (laughs) Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, you also talked about like how to develop trust with yourself and cultivate that, mm-hmm. um, and a big part of that is keeping your self agreements. I found that it's it's the most simple thing of keeping self agreements and and that the integration of that you are not separate from god or creation or earth like you are god creation earth in the sense of mm-hmm. source light that's inside of you so it makes sense what you're saying about going inside and learning to trust yourself or myself because um, then that's how it shows up and then it just okay. affirms that and it's this lovely yeah dances back and forth Oh, I can trust me because more people out here trust me. Oh, I can trust them because I trust me more. And I find that it's those agreements, like, small-ass things of, like, I told myself I'd do my fucking dishes this evening. Um, So, yeah, I told myself that. I'm going to do it. Um, totally.
1: And, you know, I think back to that, like, trust is building the small things. I think that this is from Renee Brown, actually. Yes! I was just saying that. <laughs> I was like, I have a very clear image of that. Um yeah, but yes, you know tr- Yes, exactly. Exactly. I just had that image in my mind. And I was like, where where just like three seconds while my brain locates the file that corresponds <laughs> to that. I sometimes think like my head is just like that. Um but yeah, you know, like trust does come from the small things, the smallest things, you know. If you what you just said, if you told yourself like okay, today I'm gonna, you know, clear out my apartment. And then, like, you start negotiating that. And sometimes Mm -hmm. it's just, like, we, I mean, I've certainly seen it myself. Like, there's time that it's, like, okay, you know, I I know that I said this and and I'm not feeling quite right for that today, whatever. But, like, I would say, like, 8 out of 10 Mm -hmm. can be more, like, bargaining, like, trying to get, like, a deal out of it rather than, really because something is up and I really don't have the space or the capacity for yeah. whatever. It's it's like as minimal as like the laundry or dishes or um, you know, moving my body or whatever.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and what helps me with that is thinking about how I'll feel afterwards like when I complete the task. Um, mm-hmm. Like, will I feel glad that that's over or will i feel like oh i really just used my last amount of energy on that um can i renegotiate and yeah the the negotiating with self i mean we negotiate with other people we can negotiate with self so it's with myself um it's like okay i i get that i just had a really long day and something came up um you know, like um, totally new shit <laughs> arises. <laughs> it has its own timeline. Yep, um, I'm saying. So it's like, okay, when can I do this? Like, when can I set another time to um, keep this agreement mm-hmm. mm-hmm. and negotiate that? So it's right. like a continual conversation instead of just putting off. Like, no, I don't have to do that. Like, even though I said I would. Um, and, and, and it like, it, that's fun. Like it can be an exciting, curious, gentle thing of like, oh yeah, that makes sense. It's not today. I don't want to do the dishes today. And I do know that staring at the dishes drains my energy. So when can I do it at another time? And that brings me into prioritizing, um, yeah creating prioritizations um mm-hmm. to instill like um space to feel like you're taken care of and to bring in the rest so yeah talk to me about that in prioritizing your energy specifically like how
1: you I love that, done that. <laughs> you're fucking so- good at it <laughs> oh thank you yeah. Yes, I, ha- I, you know, I definitely take that comment to my heart because I feel like I have done a lot of work around that. It definitely it lives in me. Thank yes. you. Yes. Yes. So embodiment example. Yes. Check. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes. So here is the thing that I think about priority, priorities, and prioritizing. Like you have one resource that is unrenewable. And that's time. Like time can be bendy. It can, it, you know, it's way more flexible than what we think. Mm. But ultimately, it's up and it's up, right? Mm-hmm. So the day has, it's 24 hours. Add a little bit of like spice and magic there because like sometimes <laughs> you're doing something and then it feels like you've done it, like you've gone for it for like four hours and it's only been half an hour magic yep. like you've hit like a uh, like the sweet spot of it but once the day is <laughs> over the, the day is over right yeah like, there's only so much access to magic that we can have you know like what i mean yeah um so i think like prioritize prioritizing is the way in which we choose to spend our time mm-hmm. that's it and the thing though is like one sometimes we're just like in automatic and we're just like Blasting through like day after day after day as if it was like a renewable resource. Chances are <laughs> it's not. And then it comes back again to the to the small things, right? Like it, it comes down to um, not the big plans and like the big like moments. Of course, that's also fun and awesome. And you're going to like distribute your time however you want around that. But it also comes to the how do you prioritize the energy that you have available today or right now. And for me, a big, big part has been to, like, has um, confident also through, like, human design and, like, through the insight of, like, how do I, like, I have this energy to myself that is there, consistent, available, that I can have access to. How do I actually put it into motion, right? Like, how do I actually get it into a flow that feels really good instead of you know putting it all into something that feels frustrating feels draining feels exhausting and that doesn't mean that like there's not some times where we are you know called to do work that feels draining that feels exhausting that doesn't feel very fulfilling like that's fine but then it's almost like keeping like a ba- like a not a balance because i think like balance is a little bit overrated it's more like keeping an a overview. dance I yes can... exactly yeah. exactly it's dancing like with the you know there's only so much that you can do you know like if you take a, a, a deep breath and you hold it there's only so much oxygen that you can go like there's only so much you can do with that it's exactly the same you know it's like mm-hmm. there's only so much that you can do um you know before your energy starts really draining right before your system starts really taking a toll from that mm-hmm. so can you move back forward in out you know whatever that is and and find your sweet spot because that's ultimately the thing and i think that that's also something that is very confusing for us like we're being told my everyone else what the sweet spot is mm. <laughs> but there is no formula there's no one road to that there's absolutely not and it's I mean queen of formulas I've tried every freaking thing <laughs> about, like <laughs> in this earth no kidding I feel <laughs> like I you know like I had times in my life where you would like tell me like just do this and this will grant you this result I was so obsessed by the result That I would just like go and apply myself to the formula. And time and time again, my heart was broken. (laughs) Because it never delivered what I expected. Um, So I'm not sure if I answered your question or I'm prioritizing. But I felt like this needed to come through.
0: Yeah. No, yeah. Yeah. And how... Because I've seen your business shift. And you are putting out content I don't even know if it's content it's insight um, in a very specific and clear way um, and I you talked a little bit about it on Instagram um, mm-hmm. of how like you had your moment in the grass and you're like everything needs to change um, talk to me about how in your body you've learned to cultivate that knowing of what is um for you and what is not for you like Mm, so like letting go of the formulas like how have you nurtured
1: that nourished that (laughs) nourish that yes definitely um so that story that you're talking about being face on the grass um for those of (laughs) you who don't know exactly what the heck that is uh basically at the beginning of the pandemic I found myself very stressed very frustrated very lost because I had been for the two years before that trying to build a business that felt like it was always an uphill like I, have, I had moments of fun, but it was more the pushing than the fun. And there were all these formulas, or there were all these like, uh, tips and tricks and this and that that I, I could follow, do follow, you know, like all these things. And it just felt exhausting. Mm-hmm. And then I was there um, with the world shut down. Um, with, like, no possibility of doing things in person, which was, like, pretty much the whole thing that I was going to invest myself in, like, sort of, finally. Um, and, and I was, like, very humbled by the, you know, by the whole thing and, and feeling very tired and very wiped out. And that's when I found Human Design. And I remember, like, in that moment, uh, like, I found one video that was, I was, like, how is this talking about me? Like how is she actually talking about me? Cuz this is really weird. <laughs> like this is just a random person on the internet and yet she's talking about like how I'm feeling right now face mm-hmm. on the on the grass feeling like shit. And that's like what got me really interested in it. That's what's got me like really excited about learning about it. And um one of the things that it has given me is this idea of how to make decisions that are in response to my energy. Mm -hmm. So, and again, you know, this was a concept. This was an idea that someone presented me in one shape or form. And I was like, okay, deal. Let's try. Let's experiment with this idea of making decisions um, according to myself and see what happens. And then I discovered that part of that has to do with like, I really, really thrive when I invest my energy in things that are really exciting for me. Oh, okay. That was, that, that's a really, really good thing to know. In that previous business, there was a part of it that was really um, alluring and really exciting. But in, in the, you know, like beyond the idea of it, like in the, like that was the potential. But like in the ground, Mm -hmm. it was just exhausting. Mm So I was like, okay, that, that, let's like mark that, like underline that for like future reference, right? And then with everything, you know, like just um, how do I want to create? Like, what do I want to create? What is something that has really been exciting? And, you know, one of the things that came up was I've always wanted to create a deck, always, like for the past 10 years. And I told myself that I didn't know how to because I didn't know how to draw people. That was the story that I was running through my head.
0: Um, that's a lie.
1: Yes, <laughs> seventy-eight cards Untrue. later, I know that that's bullshit. <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> right, but it it was in that granular question of like what, like what is exciting, mm-hmm. and that's like what I started, you know, moving myself towards, and then you know this business that I was doing before wasn't, wasn't really feeding me, not just creatively and, you know, emotionally, but also financially. So, okay. Change course. What else? Right. Mm -hmm. And then as I think like, this was like that, that sort of progression, like I started discovering human design and learning more about it and learning about the Jinkies as well, which is sort of like a, you know like a progression in another direction from human design whatever we're not going to get super deep into that but um (laughs) as I started like playing with these you know with these ideas and with these like new ways of understanding myself and and experimenting with it I was like oh gosh like there's a whole lot of things you know I I've known that I've been creative for my whole life I know that that's been living with me I also know that I probably don't see how big it is Mm -hmm. because inside of myself, it just feels normal. Mm -hmm. And then, yeah. And then just experimenting with that and giving myself that, you know, the space to explore it. So yeah, you know, like I feel like that's what's been propelling me in a, in a different way or in a, no, I don't know, guess like if a different, but more true way. Mm. Like, I feel like I, I can really have my, like my engine going, you know what I mean? Yeah. And of course, I mean, we were just talking about this, like off the record, like, I don't know if it's the planetary alignment or what. I'm not going to put it on it fully, but holy shit. Like there's also like things like happening, like a lot of like these old thoughts like coming up and 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 really distracting me from the beauty that I've created so far. Mm. So I just, like, keep telling myself, like, yes, I might not be able to fully see it right now, but I'm going to see it. I'm going to see it. there Like, there's a pattern. I journal a lot. That's also, like, really helpful to have, like, a physical... I Some people, th- like, journal just, like, out of, um, I guess, like, you know, like, some, like, need of expression. And I also do that. But especially in the moments where I'm feeling shitty, like, I journal so I can remember you know like Mm -hmm. when I'm back in these I can remember that like things went well that like something happened that's I had an insight that turned the whole thing around and that's how it goes so yeah yeah that's that's kind of like what's been really really big for me
0: yeah Mm -hmm. it sounded like you use the word exhausted in the beginning a lot. And to me, exhaustion is very constrictive. It's very closing. Um, and then with your shift, it was like excitement Yes. and, and like expanding grounded excitement um, because like, like the things that you do with your body moving in that daily life is exciting. And to me, that's what grounded excitement is like Um And, and knowing that owning your own business, or even doing something that you love that you don't necessarily own, or whatever you choose to do that lights you up, there are going to be times where responsibilities can feel mundane. And, and that's, again, the, (laughs) the both and part of it, um, that it's both and knowing that difference of is this feeling constricting and closing or is it feeling expanding and i just listened to a podcast on Brené brown who talked about going up the staircase um from like like in the weeds like doing the damn thing up to like the big picture and so i took that as when you're doing a very rudimentary thing, like your taxes or um, uh, like making a grocery list or something like that, um, stepping up and saying, how will this affect me? Like, in the long term, like grand plan, is this going to be fulfilling and get me to where I'm going? Or is it a Detour that isn't going to be effective. I can't hear you.
1: Okay, cool. (laughs) Um, Yes, I. What I was saying was that I think um, keeping that capacity to zoom out, even when like you're like Mm -hmm. in the nitty gritty. You know, to just keep, you know, that almost like that flexibility, like that mental. It's a mental gymnastic if you think about it. Like, you're (laughs) so focused on these like thing that it's happening to you. Like, your mind is like pouring so much energy into what you know. And it can be a, 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 you know, an event, or it can also just be a story. Like, yeah. And it can, can, and and I, I've, that's what I've been dancing with, like in the past whatever amount of weeks maybe three weeks it's, it's just, just like my mind is... yes and then yes I love that and you probably know way more about that so like you know <laughs> the more like you keep flexing that muscle to release for even if it's for a hot minute like the the tension or like the 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 force or the uh, the exertion that it takes to focus on it right and then like release it for a hot minute and just see like oh okay I've been here before. That's like what I was telling you. Yeah. Like, um, I go through these waves of like really like a lot of excitement and a lot of like really cool things happening and all these like happenings, I would like say. And then there is this like sort of quietness, but the quietness comes with like a nostalgia and like a almost like a melancholic feeling. Yeah. And 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 what I what I'm teaching myself now, which is hard as hell, but I'm there. <laughs> I'm, 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 holding on myself to that. It's like every time that I'm in that nothingness quote unquote phase, there's always something else like coming up. Like there's always something that at one point, like when I least expect it, it's going to flip the whole thing around and I'm going to feel real excited again. It's just that when I'm like in that low state, I'm telling myself a lot of, like, shitty stories about either myself or the world or, you know, what I'm doing, my relationship, whatever. Yeah. And I've been just really vigilant on, like, the stories that I'm telling myself throughout these things. Like, throughout these, like, quieter, let's call it, like, that period. And the funny thing is, like, it's not even quiet. Like, if you would, like, look at, like, if you look at me right now or whatever, like, you would never think that I'm, like, going through a quiet period. And yes, that's how it feels like in my head in my you know internally I feel like I'm in a quiet space right now and and I'm just monitoring that so it doesn't yeah so it doesn't exhaust me because that's the thing like it those I think that that intense focus on the stories that I'm telling myself in this case um definitely leads to exhaustion and breakdowns and a lot of tears
0: I absolutely um, agree I absolutely agree yeah and um that piece what did you say um oh, it takes vigilance and diligence it's it's yes. not like a walk in the park um and um that is to me like well i used i am still <laughs> some level a very grandiose thinker like i'm really good with the big picture um Mm -hmm. i would just fucking live in the big picture for the rest of my life if i could um and i also can hyper focus on those stories so it's like Mm -hmm. not it's not a good combination (laughs) because i I don't get shit done (laughs) so yeah um it, yeah in the making the the funness um has really helped to do the things and to handle the details and then back into well two things like when you are in that monitor mode to me that sounds more of a meditation of life mm-hmm. like letting go of the idea of like you need to sit on a like pillow um chair and like have like a scented candle going and an instant to meditate it's like that level um to me is like uh real life human meditating of noticing that and like that's the work right there um right there yeah and um and then that also goes into circles into trust and leaning into the rest like I am taking care of Of like, okay, all these stories are happening. For me, it's a lot of past, um, like relationships. Like, I'll just put it on a fucking reel, and it's like, okay, so what if? And I'm I'm at the point where I'm like willing to consider this um (laughs) idea insight, not quite believing it yet. Um, Mm -hmm. like, what if there is something better? And, like, what if I can let go of this? Like, what if it is easy to shift these beliefs? Mm -hmm, Um, mm -hmm. And not saying that I believe that right off the bat. um, Yeah, it's that, again, like, repetition and consistency of holding those beliefs and offering them continually so that... um, that's how you develop a pattern and a behavior.
1: <laughs> yes. And, and that's, that's ultimately we do. <laughs> yes, and that's ultimately what you know, like your patterns and your behaviors it's what is in your body. Mm-hmm. So that's like what I also like circling back to what I was saying at the beginning is like I feel like embodiment is like the practice of what we're choosing to, you know, like what patterns are we choosing? Mm-hmm. Right? Because we have grown up learned a whole bunch of patterns that probably we well first of all we didn't choose and probably we don't like or want or you know want to keep like um rehearsing right yeah but it's in that you know in that noticing what do you want to change having the willingness to change it choosing different and then rehearse and experiment with that different flavor of whatever you want to bring Until it is so true for you that it lives within you and that it it is in you, you know, Mm -hmm. and that's in your body Mm
0: -hmm.
1: and embodied, right? Mm
0: -hmm. Right, because we all have patterns and beliefs like that is what we do. And they don't have to be bad.
1: (laughs) No, yeah. And there's part of that that is going to serve you well. Wow, There's part of that that you're going to love forever. There's probably beliefs and thoughts that you are going to serve you your whole life. And there's a whole bunch that won't.
0: <laughs> yeah, and this just brings up something. I'm really glad we're here. Um, I've been. I realized that I've let go of a lot of identifying with my behaviors and patterns and what I used to be, um, mm-hmm. because that in like relationships, like I don't identify with them in a sense of I'm continually checking in to see what's working and what's not. Mm-hmm. And if something's not working and I identify with it, like I am a partner or I am a mother, well, it's kind of hard to <laughs> get rid of your child, but, but like I am a sales associate or something like that. Um, for me, it's a lot harder to move away from that and to find something else. Um, If I'm identifying with that. So Mm. I find, I found um, just like last week, I was like, holy shit. Um, That I don't identify with that as much. I mean, I'm a single woman, so I don't know how um, I'll be in a romantic relationship. That is um, stay tuned. (laughs) And um, it's, it's so much less pressure to be like oh okay this isn't working like how is it something that can shift inside the relationship or does it need to go completely gone like do I need to talk to my boss or can I find a new job so it's it's like back to I'm taken care of always and trusting um, Mm -hmm. that like oh I'm loved I'm love I'm safe I'm safely held and this isn't working, what can I do about it?
1: Right, right. Yeah, I think the intersection of both things, you know, it's not like I'm taking care of, so everything is gonna take care of itself. Like, no. No. <laughs> no, because no, you have agency <laughs> and like you're here. And if you are thinking about these things are because you can think about them, right? Um, but yeah, yeah, definitely. I was actually curious, and I'm not sure if like I can ask questions back in your own, yeah. book, but um <laughs> Do whatever the fuck we (laughs) want. Would you like, is there anything that like a particular example of something that you have stopped identifying yourself with that you would be comfortable sharing? Yeah.
0: Um, I have stopped identifying as daughter. Mm. Um and stopped identifying um with my past belief of what family looks like um and honoring those relationships in a way that honor myself first um so i've i've really been working on letting go of um well it's family so like you have to have them in your life right and noticing them as a relationship between me and the other person and is that dynamic is that relationship working or not regardless mm-hmm. of the family the bond status right yeah so I've ident- I've let I've let go of being a daughter and in a sense of like I'm my own entity human person with self-agency and mm-hmm. I make my own decisions and I don't need anybody I did when I was younger and my family served me and Uh now i'm an adult and i don't need that and so Uh i've like i found a really good thought therapist um who works with somatic um patterning Uh somatic is body um for those of you who don't know and so she's been really effective with this helping as well and um yeah so I'm like how can this relationship work for me would it work for me um what do I need in relationships Uh and so it's just regardless like it's blank slate it's a relationship um Mm. there's no title to it um yeah so that's really helped me step away from like the role of being a daughter in yeah, it could be identity, it could be role. Right. Um, And then stepping into me as Stephanie, as a human being who can take care of myself, who is taken care of by source, by creator. um, Not necessarily another human. Right. Like, fully.
1: Mm. Deep stuff. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Holy shit. Like, that's like... <laughs> A full-on process. I love that. Thank you for being so honest and sharing that. It's really beautiful.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's been um, deep. <laughs> and the thing is, like, that is what I want to continue sharing is mm-hmm. that you can be working on the deepest wound of your life and experience the most joy you've ever felt amen to that yes and it's both like in that polarity of the deeper you go inside the deeper you can go up
1: totally and holding that that, and that you can have it at the same time like which was also the what we were talking about before we started recording (laughs) That you can have both experiences happening at the same time and it can be a little bit confusing I feel like definitely yeah. I've been like dizzy a little bit about it, like <laughs> in the past weeks. I'm like, man, this is just so much. Um, and yet it feels so good. It feels so good to have, you know, these big crumbling moments and these incredibly powerful like surges of you know new things emerging. Yes. Mm-hmm. And
0: Yeah, and, like, my, I'll, like, check in with my therapist. She's like, how are you feeling right now? I'm, like, sad, excited, curious, a little nervous. Mm. It's, like, so it's so many things, and they can all exist together. Yeah, yeah. So, so, and, like, with rest, it's, like, yes, you could have a to-do list. Absolutely. I fucking love lists. Um, Yes. And you can... Put that out of your sight and take a moment for yourself. Mm. Like both things can happen
1: mm-hmm.
0: simultaneously.
1: Definitely. Knowing that what's on that list will find its way, will find its time. Like, you know, I think it's also, it also helps me a lot to, um, <laughs> to, assign like some sort of like ma- like this is me and my magical thinking but it works for me and I love it um, like assigning some like soul quality to that thing mm. that is on the list you know like if it came to me if I need to do it is because at a certain level we are meant to mm. okay cool and just have a conversation with that thing on the list it's like I cannot do all these things today like you're gonna f- have to you know figure it out who's going to go first <laughs> because yeah. i i also want to go and move my body i also want to like not have like a rushed morning like all these other things you know whatever yeah. that is yeah so that it's... helps yeah and i just
0: put this together like identifying with the to-do list like once i get this list done then i can rest it's like nope
1: oh what's it's with, the biggest trap i
0: know it i've been there and yeah, like it'll be there when it's done, and like, yeah, self worth is not oh no, does not identify with the list, and i mm-hmm. I think that's really important to right, acknowledge, mm-hmm. um and yeah it's it's not resting to be productive, it's resting because you can, right. And, There is, I mean, there isn't even an explanation. Like, it's just fucking rest. Like, trust and leaning in and holding that understanding.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. 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 Yes. Yeah. Let me see if I... Oh, yeah. And... I also want to say that in the beginning, you were like, um, when you were do doo doing, like you felt very anxious. Mm-hmm. Um, and from my standpoint, I'm a huge anatomy nerd, anatomy and physiology of the body. So, to me, like cultivating trust and rest in that, with that understanding of I'm taken care of helps to regulate the nervous system and reduce anxiety anxiety and cortisol. Um, And that Mm. is how um, the real work, quote unquote, begins of like when your nervous system is functioning at a regular state, that's when you can really start becoming aware of more things and more things start servicing. Um, And you can really start getting into the fun work of of life and shifting and um yeah and for me i i took time to build a container around myself so that i could feel like i could trust Mm. um -hmm. because like we are our environments that's i i am really like i um see my environment as my the people around me, the location um what I can see, and so creating a container of supportive people supportive environments mm-hmm. um because we can it's we can't like just up and trust after all this um what you were talking about like conditioning and patternings of distrust in the world at large like there isn't a lot of just you know, uh support around that um so we gotta we get to be the ones to create
1: that container exactly exactly and then- i love that the four <laughs> i love that you're saying like that we get it like it's up to us to create that container because you know, as we said before, like, trust is a really deep, deep journey. And you cannot just, like, you know, walk towards the edge and just, like, throw yourself at it. Like, <laughs> no, you know, like, it's going kind to of turn ugly <laughs> <at best. laughs> And it's also something that cannot be forced. You know, you cannot force yourself to trust you can enable yourself to trust. Mm-hmm. So I think that what you're saying about the environment is such a powerful thing because it is, it is in almost like needing, it, it's, you know, it's like building your own nest, right? Like you need to build your own nest where you know you're warm, you're safe, you're secure, you're supported, you're nourished. And then the trusting happens, right? Like, and then you're not, but the thing that I think with this is like, in all those little things that you do to build that nest is all those little things that build trust is all those little things that will allow you to rest more. Like it's all interconnected. It's not, not like that one before and then the other and then the other, it's not like a, it's not a sequence, right? It's, it's a just weaving. They're, yes. They're all attached to each other. So, yeah. you know, I, I think that you really nailed it on that. I really, really think that that's a huge part of it.
0: Yeah. And that's, that's why I love body work so much because in order for us to feel safe, it's not a concept. We must feel it in our bodies because our Mm -hmm. bodies are so intelligent, so much wisdom going on in here and it knows it can sense things. Um, and so we get to, yeah, offer that, Mm-hmm. the body the physical body that's most important um the mind will follow along it's 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 again the weaving of um creating new beliefs shifting your mm-hmm. body habits creating new beliefs and
1: then and trusting into the spirit you know what i also think sometimes like i i believe and this is something that i have been um working on really to to really feel that in my body He's like, I really genuinely feel that the mind is way more at ease when the body is a leader. Like when the body is the one in the, like, you know, yeah, like when, when the body is the one, quote unquote, in charge, we're going to put it like that. Mm-hmm. I think the mind just finds a, like it's right place, right? Like it just finds is it's, you know, because I've, what I feel oftentimes, and you know, with all these worrying and the anxiety and like all these things, is like the mind trying to be in a place where it's not supposed to be. You know, right. it's it's having to make a whole lot of decisions that it doesn't need to, or even like is able to. It just
0: but
1: wants the body to feel can. Safe. Yes, it
0: just wants to feel safe. That's it.
1: Uh huh. And, and loved. And 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 just i don't know like this is this is an image that i have been working on my um sort of like meditation contemplation practice and it's just like like literally let my mind drop into my body like let it just like and and the body is that like beautiful nest that we just talked about and i just imagine sometimes it has color sometimes it has texture and it's just like that like it just like lands in the body and it makes so much difference for like the day ahead to start the day with like my mind. It sounds weird, but like my mind inside my body. Yeah. Rather than like my, my mind just like hustling for like the body to catch up with it, which is just, yeah. it A works. lot of
0: people just live up in their heads and, and it might be more like awareness consciousness rather than mind um like coming into body um cuz yeah our our mind is thinks like that's its job um right. so if we bring awareness down into wisdom of the heart wisdom of the large mm. intestine then we can make decisions and create and lead and move from there um right i've always said the hardest and most difficult and shortest journey i've ever taken from the mind to the heart. Yes. And yes. Like literally, like I know exactly what you're talking about. Like just bringing that awareness down into heart. hmm mm
1: mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
0: So good. And then yeah, then rest is happening.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> <That's>... Effortlessly. <laughs> just bring it yourself
0: is... down into your body, then you'll just be fine.
1: <laughs> just quote unquote.
0: <laughs> like and not even down like just bringing yourself into your body um into. i did a lot of work on like feel, like down like bring calming down bringing myself down because then i would get fucking depressed and i'm like it's not a, it's, it's not a down it's it's an, in. It's
1: an yep. in love that yeah i think that's a great way to complete <laughs> i love it yes i feel very satisfied
0: oh thank you so much Andrea thank
1: you thank you Mm,
0: mm, 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 mm. yes you like blew my mind in like the first two minutes
1: (laughs) oh Oh, great this is where we're going okay yes (laughs) this was so much fun thank you so much yes Mm.
0: yes thank you um thank yeah oh go ahead yeah
1: no i was gonna say thank you for listening along wherever you are listening to this it's a beautiful and magical thing that we get to do
0: yes i hope you got some insight and awareness into your life and whatever you get from this
1: <laughs> awesome
0: cool well, all right enjoy your day thank you for listening to unwinding movement the podcast offering you space to connect with your own inner place and we had andrea today with nourishing witch and that concludes my very first ever podcast conversation (laughs) yes um oh and if you um you can follow along on this podcast and i'm also on instagram at unwinding movement enjoy your day wasn't that fabulous yes 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 thank you so much for listening and if you want more of this if you resonate with me you can head over to instagram and follow me at unwindingmovement.com i'm also on facebook at facebook.com forward slash stephanie lee l m t And you can head over to my website at www.unwindingmovement.com for more delicious goodness. Thanks for listening again. And this is Unwinding Movement, the podcast, offering you space to connect with your own inner place. See you next time.